world's on fire, our culture is disintegrating. Hey, pass the salt. It's time. It's time. Hey, you, pass the salt. You know what, why it's disintegrating? Because we're jellyfish. <laughs> pass the salt, will you? Pass the salt. Pass the salt, amigo. It's time. It's time. I think they could give us a new name. I believe we are Evan Jellyfish. Hey, will you pass the salt? Pass the salt. We need salt over here. It's time for Pass the Salt. Pass the salt. But we like to share the gospel without any backbone to it, see? The views, opinions, and seemingly outrageous comments expressed in this program are based on the Holy Spirit leading of a man called Coach. I gotta ask you this out there, Christian America. It's time for Pass the Salt with a coach, Dave Daubenmeyer. All right there, John. I've got, to, I've got to catch you here. The Holy Spirit just spoke to me, so I want you to do this for me, buddy. Bring up, uh, go to Bible Gateway or wherever and bring up John 844. Because I think there's something in John 844 that we really, uh, we, we really, really, really don't understand. I don't want to get too deep in it because i got a lot of stuff I want to share with everybody today. Thanks for being with us, and uh, thanks for hanging with us. I, I, again, I, I try to come here every day the best I can and try to give you what I, what I believe to be the truth or point out something that there's no way that that's true. That's, that's really what I, I'm, look, I'm doing what the Bible tells us to work out our own salvation with fear and trembling. And I want you to know, I do that. I do that every, every day when I come here. And some, some of the things I want to bring, I want to bring up, I think, well, coach, do you really want to go there? <laughs> you really want to, can, can I tell you why? The truth is a lot of things I don't know. And everything I've been taught. And now as I look over my shoulder, I realize I was taught things that weren't true. Now, I'm not just talking, I'm not just talking about Bible stuff. I'm talking about the world around you. Could could you guys begin to rat, rattle off for me a list of things in your life that you've been taught now that you know is not true? Why does that happen? How could that possibly? Because Jesus Christ is the way, the truth. And once you veer off of the truth, you veer off of the truth because you are basically trying to get an advantage on someone or something. That would have been a good place to put a thumbs up. That's what deception and lies are all about. You want to get a one-up on somebody. So we know that that Satan wants to get a one-up on somebody. As a football coach, you all know that. I coach a lot of sports. The one thing you had to head off was dissension. Johnny, there's a good word. Pull that up. Webster's, dissension, dissension. Dissension is worse than division. No, D-I, D-I, S-S, E. There you go, dissension. There it is, next one, dissension. What is it? It's Latin, to think. (laughs) Disagreement and opinion. Usually a disagreement which is violent. Producing warm debates or angry words, contention in words, strife, discord, quarrel, breach of friendships and union. Boy, don't you love the vocab? I love the vocabularies. Love. The, hey, I got to apologize again because I, I watched the replay yesterday. I was kind of doing some work. I was watching the replay. I mean to look at you all the time, okay? But I have a monitor here. I have a monitor here, and I have a monitor here. So a lot of times I find myself talking to you looking up here because I'm looking at something up here, right? So, so that guy doesn't even look me in the eye. So I'm trying to, I'm trying to look you in the eye right now, okay? Bible says that uh, foolish and unlearned questions avoid because they do engender strifes. Foolish and unlearned questions. Foolish and un- not questions, but foolish and unlearned questions. So if I was, if I was uh, number two in the kingdom, well, I don't, know if, I don't know if Satan was number two in the kingdom, but he was up there pretty high. He was pretty high. And I wanted to get, uh, I wanted to pull a coup on my boss. How would I best do it? How would I best attack my boss? Well, lies, make accusations, innuendo against him, right? Every time he said something, I'd say, oh, that's not true. Every time he would do something, I would counter it, right? So if, if we would keep, the, if we keep that in mind as we navigate ourselves through, the, the, does the enemy, the devil I would call him, does the enemy want happy families? God would like happy families. He said he wishes that you would all be one. So if you were the devil, what would you attack? Well, I would attack family. That'd be, that'd be, I'd attack churches. 
I would attack any place I saw any kind of unity coming together. I would attack that. That's what that's what I would do if I were the devil. If I'm the football coach and I see what the other teams play they're running, and I know it's going to be successful, I'm going to stop it. Okay? And for whatever reason, the devil's been wise enough to figure out a lot of different ways to scheme and infiltrate and do all kinds of things that are crazy. And the church still doesn't get it. You're of your father, the devil. Now that right there shuts off about 16 different things for me. God does not love the devil's children. For So for somebody to tell you that God, now that would be a whole question I could do a whole show on. Where did the devil's kids show up? We can, oh boy, we could do a show on that one. Where did the devil's kids show up? Because they showed up for sure. You're of your father, the devil. So the devil has children. You might want to argue that. Well, don't, because I'm on a I'm on a rant right now. And the lusts of your father, you will do. You're going to do what your daddy did. He was a murderer from the beginning, and abode not in the truth. Are you ready for this? Because there is how much truth in him, Betty? How much truth is there in the devil? No. No truth in him. There's no truth. When he speaketh a lie, he speaketh of his own. For he is a liar and the father of lies. Think about that a second. And we look across the spectrum of what's going on, whether it be in our churches, whether it be in our government. I don't care where it is, where it is it's going on. The devil always operates the same way. Lies, deception, and fear. He infiltrates everything that he can to make sure that the truth does not. Did God really say? Are you sure that's what he said? And as, as a guy's kind of, he's kind of on the outside looking in a lot. I, I don't mean to be there, just kind of, I guess I'm, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? I'm uh, uh, a bit of rebel streak by nature. I, I don't believe everything you tell me. Never, never did, never have, never will. Just because you tell me. Uh-uh. The question we need to ask ourselves is why do we? Why do we? Why don't we understand that in every aspect of your life, when you are trying to follow the Lord, the enemy will bring a lie? In your marriage, in your family, in your children, in your job, in your business, I don't care where it is. If you are doing the right thing, I can promise you a lie will pop up somewhere because it's his only weapon. He's the father of lies. I want to, I want to dive into some of that stuff here this morning because uh, we're in the mess that we're in. <clears throat> Excuse me. How many of you really ever ever had a class in any church that you ever went to in your whole life, ever, where you did about a four-week study on the wiles of the devil, the weapons of the devil, how he operates, examples of it, how he will infiltrate, how he will cloud your mind, how he will get into your in your thought process. Everybody had a class on that? No, I'm, I never had one on it. And so my life became a lot easier when all of a sudden I would see things that would be going on in my life, and I'd say, wow, that's the devil. That's the devil. Once I realized it, that all behavior begins with thought. All actions begin with a thought. And Jesus told us that. He said, listen, you're going to get all kinds of things planted in your brain. Every thought, man. I, I think it's going to be amazing. I went to the zoo yesterday. Last night, I took all of our grandkids to the Not all of them. Took 10 of our grandkids to the zoo last night. And I'm always amazed at the aquarium. Johnny, how quick are you? Can you pull up a picture of an aquarium here real quick? They had these great big... By the way, we went to the zoo, and I did not see one animal. The whole time we were at the zoo, thousands, hundreds, thousands and thousands and thousands and thousands and thousands thousands of people there. Christmas lights, everywhere you look, everywhere you look, lights. And I didn't see one animal that lived outside of the water. None of them. I, what was the ticket, Michelle? It's like $40. We have a season's pass. But it's like $30, $30 to get in there. We go into the zoo, and I didn't see any animal that doesn't swim. Couldn't see a monkey. Couldn't see a, a camel. Couldn't, they're all locked down. You can't see, can't see nothing. Couldn't, I'm just telling you. 
So I paid a bunch of money to walk through, buy some expensive popcorn, and look at Christmas lights and see a few fish. But hang on, stay right there. Stay right there. Because I, I, was, I was in the zoo last night, as I just said, and we're, the big aquarium you walk in. You guys ever been to your local zoo and go to the big aquarium? That's, so we got a picture here of people looking in the aquarium. Ask yourself this. Do those fish know those people are looking at them? Do those fish know that there are people on the outside of that water, that tank, who are looking at them? I mean, I, my, you get up, you try to tap on the, you try to tap on my grandkids, tap on the screen, try to get the fish to look at them. They just keep swimming by. They don't have any idea there's anybody outside that water. What kind of tank are we in? What if there's a tank around us like this that we can't do? They're looking in at us. They're watching every move we make, and we don't have any idea. And the good angels are trying to tap on the tank. They're trying to tap on the tank. Hey, hey, watch out, watch out. And we, we, we don't even know there's a tank. We don't even know that we're in the tank. The Bible would call it a realm, wouldn't it? spiritual realm, we're in a realm, we don't know it. That there are right now, for, are you looking at me? There are, right now, folks, there are beings, whatever you call them, looking at you and me in a different realm. Different dimension, call whatever you want to. And because they're looking in at us like this, just like these fish. See, those fish are swimming. One of that great big old fish swimming up there at the top, he could come along and he could, he could, uh, he could take a poop, and he would think nobody sees him. And we're all watching him. <laughs> Say, dude, what are you doing? Don't poop in the water, right? Right? Well, are we doing the same thing? Are we surrounded by, the Bible says, we've seen we are compassed about with so great a cloud of witnesses. Isn't that what it says? Where, where is that? Where is that? I'm sorry, I'm on, I'm on a rant here. Seeing we are encompassed about with so great a cloud of witnesses. How are we encompassed about witnesses? What do witnesses do? Well, witnesses see and testify about everything that they see. That's a witness. I saw that. That'll straighten you out, won't it? Boom. You ain't, you ain't, no, you ain't getting away with nothing. <laughs> you ain't getting away with nothing. There's some, there's some animals outside the tank that are watching me and you. You ain't getting away with nothing, man. Wherefore, seeing we're also compassed about with so great a cloud of witnesses. Wow. These are good witnesses, by the way. You find them in Hebrews, Hebrews 11, the Faith Hall of Fame, those who've run the race and been successful at it. They're a great cloud of witnesses. Because there's a great crowd of witnesses, let's lay aside every weight and the sin which so easily besets us and let us run with patience. The race is set up before us. Because why? We're going to be in that great cloud at some point. We're going to be there. We're going to be there. Now, that gets into the whole idea of heaven and hell and purgatory and all that stuff they taught me when I was, when I was in, in the midst of, midst of religion. I've been delivered from religion. Praise God. Uh, so great a cloud of witnesses. Is my is my dad up there watching me? I don't I don't I don't know. Is my dad in heaven? I don't I don't know. I, is he just still sleeping in the grave? I don't. I, we don't know any of this stuff, do we, friends? We really don't know this. And because we don't know this, we get uncomfortable when we begin to talk about it. Where do you go when you die? What is death? What do you pass? What does it mean to pass on? What about near death experiences? What about a different realm? What about levels of hell? I see. Anybody out there besides me say, you know what? I'm so ignorant. Anybody, anybody out there say that besides me? I am so ignorant. And, and then I think of the average person that you go to church with. How ignorant are they? Holy smokes, right? I agree, Janine. The Bible's clear. The grave, you're in the grave until the first resurrection. You're asleep. Anyway, it doesn't matter. What, that doesn't have anything to do with the realms, the different levels, the idea that we're in a tank. And they're watching us, watching our every move. And the Lord's able to communicate with us, right? Just like I'm able to communicate with the fish. I could, I could put that aquarium back up there. Put that aquarium up there. So if I, by the way, they have signs everywhere out there. Don't feed the fish. Don't feed. They have an outdoor aquarium of fish. Big old, these big old carp come up there and they, you know, they get their mouth on. You know what they do, right? 
And they're just dying for you to throw a cracker in there. And they got signs everywhere that said, don't feed the fish. I'm thinking, what do you mean? They're freaking starving. <laughs> don't feed the fish. They say, they said, no, I'm not making this up. The sign said human food sometimes isn't good for me. Wow, I could do a whole story on that one. You can eat it, but don't throw it to the fish, right? Is that, is that, hang on. So the fish are down there sticking their head up out there, just begging me to throw something to them. They know I got something, because why? They got their head outside of that round that they're in. They got their head out of it. So, wow. And even the fish is smart enough to know that there's some guy on the outside of that water that can throw them something down there they can eat. Even the fish know that once they get their head above water, especially at the zoo. This is deep, isn't it? This is really deep. And so this is this is the kind of stuff that we don't understand. That's why uh, I'm making notes to myself every morning. That's why I wrote down note number one today. <clears throat> I hate religion. I hate religion. I hate, I hate religion. I hate it. Johnny, pull up religion. I'll get to you here in a second, folks. I hate religion. I hate it with a passion. I think I think Jesus did too. I think he said. So I got mad to Pharisees and Sadducees. He said, you make all kinds of rules. He teaches commandments and doctrines of men. He said, you lock up the, you lock up the kingdom of God. You won't go in yourself, nor do you let in. You guys think I'm making that up? You think I'm making that up? John, somebody look that up for me. You lock up the kingdom, you don't go in yourself, nor do you let others go in. That's what he said to the religious leaders. And so what is religion? Religion in its most comprehensive sense includes a belief in the being and perfections of God and the revelations of him to man, man's obligation to obey his commands, state of reward and punishment. Yeah, religion as a distinct from theology is godliness or real piety and practice. See, evolution is a religion. Okay, are you with me? That's a religion. Racism is a religion. It's a set of beliefs, right? But we have Baptists. That's a religion. We have Methodists. That's a religion. We have uh, non-denomination. That's a religion. And so we've divided and diversed into all these different areas, just like the fish in the tank, different species, and they're swimming together, saying we all agree with each other, but we don't really. We don't really. And that's why you run into the average person. You ask them what religion are you, and they give you a denomination. Because we don't understand it. But really, for the most part, the rules and regulations of Christianity are pretty clear. You know, Clay did a really good thing yesterday. I don't know how many had a chance to do it. Put it in the chat if you want to there, John. Clay did a pretty much an overview of Christian of Christianity yesterday. If you didn't get a chance to see it, it's worth. I'm not going to take time to do it now. But Clay Clay did a pretty good pretty good job of overview, and it's exactly the same thing Tim Tuber is trying to do on Tuesday nights. He's trying to explain people the gospel. People in church don't know what the gospel is. How can how can that be? Well, because we're teaching religion, set of beliefs and doctrines and all that, rather than religions. See, where the spirit of the, wow, I'm going to download. Say with me. Where the spirit of the Lord is, there's freedom. Folks, religion's bondage. Religion is bondage. Why don't people want to come to Christ? Because it's bondage, they think. Because they've been given religion and religion and religion and rules and regulations and do's and don'ts and religion and religion and religions and kneel and stand up and do the sign of the cross and kneel and stand up and do this and do yeah and they've been given rudimentary acts that go along with what they think to be Christianity and as a result of it they grow up in that mess and then they get to be eighteen years old and then they go to college and they say I don't want anything to do with that anymore. And those of us who are religious don't get it. We don't get what it is we're dealing with. Because the devil comes in and he destroys everything that the Lord tries to create. And why did Jesus get mad? The Pharisees? Pull that up for me. That's Matthew, isn't it? Huh? Teaches commandments and doctrines of men. You know, so, uh, somebody find that for me. It's the, thing he, the thing, it's the main thing he's mad at, the religious leaders of the day. He says, you guys, teach, look, but in vain do you worship me, teaching the doctrines, the commandments of men. Mark 7, he says it twice. 
Howbeit in vain do they worship me, teaching for doctrines the commandments of men. Johnny, what's a doctrine? Sorry, I'm in a teaching mode here today. Huh? We are all to perish. What's a doctrine? What's a doctrine? Doctrine. In fact, uh, <laughs> oh, thank you, Lord. I love it when those uh, when those uh, preachers go become doctors. They're Doctor Rod Parsley now. Doctor, doctor. A doctrine is in a general sense. What is it? Whatever is taught. Myra, say boom. Boom. Whatever is taught is a doctrine. Hence, a principle or position in any science. Uh, evolution is a doctrine of men. Whatever is laid down as true by an instructor or master. Do you, do you get this, folks? Not whatever's true, whatever is laid down as true by what? An instructor or a master or <clears throat> a doctor. <clears throat> the doctrines of the gospel are the principles or truths taught by Christ and his apostles. The doctrines of Plato are the principles which he taught. Hence, a doctrine may be true or it may be false. It is merely an opinion or a tenant. What's a tenant? How many are glad you tuned in today? So this is unbelievable. I'm glad I didn't even know I was going to talk about this. What's a tenant? Huh? Any opinion, principle, dogma, or doctrine which a person believes or maintains is true such as the Pentos of Plato or Cicero. Can I say Darby? Can I put Darby in there? The tenets of Christians are adopted from the scriptures. But different interpretations give rise to a great diversity of tenets. Oh, man. No wonder we're so messed up, right? Teaching his commandments, the doctrines of men, making the word of God none effective. This thing called Christianity is supposed to be simple. Not easy, but simple. Right, wrong. Do this, don't do that. Signs, signs everywhere, signs. Blocking out the scenery, brave my mind. Do this, don't do that. Can't you read the signs? And for most people, that's all religion has become. Do this, don't do that. You have no idea the deeper understanding of Christianity. Well, I've been going on quite a while, but I, I got to get this, I got to get this off my chest. Because Clay did a good job. Clay did a pretty good job yesterday on Friday. I'll put that in the chat for him. He did pretty. He did a good job of it, and uh, but still, it's 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 far more simple. I, I guess maybe it's because if you go to church, if you're a pastor, you have to every week have a different sermon. Wait a minute! Whoa, whoa, whoa! If you do it on Wednesday night, you have another one. So you have to have two sermons a week. Man, you got to dig in there and find some stuff, don't you? You have to dig in there and find some stuff. Rather than just saying, uh, hey, good Lord, what's the greatest commandment? Hey, Lord, hey, Jesus, what's the greatest commandment? He said, oh, don't worry about those. No, I'm not making light of it. So there's only two. What? There's 10 of them. They're on, they're on a plaque. I got them right here. There's 10 of them. I said, no, 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 there's only two. Love the Lord your God with all your heart, all your soul, and all your mind. The second's like the first one. Love your neighbors yourself. And there's all the law right there, right there. Are you doing something that's going to harm another person? Well, don't do that. Are you going to are you doing something that's going to dishonor the Father? Well, don't don't do that. You with me? But but see, we've made it, we've made it so, I don't know. The devil has to creep in. Some of the worst people I know are religious folk. Anybody amen me on that one? Amen. Amen. Sign, sign, do this, don't do that. Huh? Does it does it glorify the Lord? And it does it show love towards your neighbor. That's all, that's it. Those two things. All the other stuff in my mind is just kind of secondary. You want to follow the feast days? Okay, it shows your expression of the Lord. Okay, I I'm I'm with it. I'm going to tell you something. Following the feast days and not having received Christ as your Savior ain't getting you into heaven. And I'm going to tell you this also. Not following the feast days isn't going to keep me out. Somebody give me a boom. Somebody give me a boom. 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 
I'll say it again. Boom. Following the feast days doesn't get you in and not following them doesn't keep you out. Right? They're all for all of it. All of it is for your spiritual enhancement to become more Christ-like. Christ in me, the hope of glory. It's finished, he said. Finished. What is? All those rules and regulations that we put in place so people could earn their way into heaven, that's all finished. That's all done away with. That's all gone. It's finished. It's finished. Bang. It is finished. Starting a new thing here. It's called the New Testament. It's the new truth. It's not the new truth. It's just a clear explanation of the old one. It's a spiritual understanding of what was a was a scripture written, written on stones. I don't care if you think I'm a heretic. I'm, I'm working out my own salvation with fear and trembling. And I know this. It doesn't matter how much I know the Bible. If I don't know the Lord, I'm wasting my time. Wait a minute. If he doesn't know me, I'm just a big old carp swimming in that water. Amen. And uh, most of us are bound up and caught up on all that. Man, I got, I got, I didn't get anywhere I wanted to go other than I hate, I hate, I hate religion. I hate it. I got so many things. Johnny can attest to it. So many things to share with you today, but I'm going to, I'm going to open it up here. Um, look, I, come on in, Roger. Can't hear you, Raj. If you're talking, we sure can't hear you. Counselor, come on, counselor. Rochelle, come on in while Roger wakes up there. Good morning, team. Um, I just wanted to share something when you were talking about how the Pharisees really, well, I work for a a Jewish couple. And when I first started working for them, they explained to me that they have two silverware drawers. And the reason is, is because in the Bible, it says, not to boil a calf in its mother's milk. (laughs) Well, there's a way if you take that, what it really means is not to take what was meant for life and use it for death, which is what the devil, which is what the devil, right. Which is what the devil does all the time. I could give you a million of examples, but for the sake of time, instead of them understanding it spiritually, what they do now is they don't put cheese on their hamburger. Okay. They don't mix meat and dairy because of that passage instead Man. of understanding understanding the spiritual nature of what was supposed to be conveyed they turned it into all these stupid laws and now they can't even enjoy a cheeseburger and so, Just so Michelle, you're on to something there see and folks there's a real tendency we have to be careful oh i have to say that lord a lot of us want to be drugged back into that do i dare you say the word jewishness from which we've been delivered. And I, I look, I don't celebrate. All, I, I celebrate all this stuff. Listen, I'm going to tell you something. You can keep every feast day. You keep every feast day. You can follow every one of those rules. You can not eat pork. You can do whatever. You can follow the Sabbath. You can do it. If you've not received Christ as your Savior, that is in vain, folks. Amen. And we get, we love to somehow, we love to get into a comparison that I'm better than you because uh, we kept Hanukkah. We didn't keep Christmas. We kept Hanukkah. Oh, so you're better than me now? Well, okay. I'll do away with I'll, I'll I'll keep Christmas, and you keep Hanukkah. And when we stand before the Lord, we'll see which one matters to him. See if either one of them really matter to him. Because the only thing that's going to matter is, is my name written in the line of the Book of Life. Oh, man, I'm really making some enemies now. Weaver, did you want in here or did you don't know how to work your system? Myra knows how to work hers. Go ahead, Myra. Yes, Coach, thank you. Um, concerning uh, dissension, and it is written, Romans 16, 17 through 19. Now I beseech you, brethren, mark them which cause divisions and offenses contrary to the doctrine which ye have learned, and avoid them. 
for they that are such serve not our Lord Jesus Christ, but their own belly, and by good words and fair speeches deceive the hearts of the simple. For your obedience is come abroad unto all men. I am glad, therefore, on your behalf, but ye, I will have you wise unto that which is good and simple concerning evil. Hallelujah. It's good and it's simple concerning evil. It's, it's good and simple, right? And uh, thank you, Brother Craig. That was an awesome show yesterday. God bless you, brother. Boom. Roger Weaver, you're making me nervous. Did you want to get in here or not? Still got you. Full of and have a heart attack up there or something. You're not listening to me? Okay, doesn't matter. Uh, okay, so pull up for me. I'm going to switch gears a little bit now, okay? Okay, look, 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 look. Folks, a lot of religion becomes tyrannical. Following rules and regulations can become tyrannical. Has anybody ever seen anybody who's in bondage to their faith? That, that you look at them and you look at their faith, they're not free. They're in bondage. With the spirit of the Lord is there's liberty, there's freedom. Freedom. Freedom to do what? To do the will of my father or not do the will of my father. And there's a lot of times I probably don't do the will of my father. A lot of times. But we have, we have an advocate with him, don't we? We come to him and say, man, I'm sorry, Lord, help me out here, right? I don't know how I got here. I, to me, it's, I know how I got here because watching those fish last night really impacted me again. Hey, Clay. There's a big old, what they call those things, big old shark looking at you right now, dude. <laughs> Betty, <laughs> there's a stingray got you in focus. I'm telling you, Betty, you better be ready. You are in the sights of a stingray right now. And those people standing on the outside there, those angels, they see it. They know, they know you're in danger. They want to help you. Boy, this is good. Golly, I should charge for this one. <laughs> I'm all over the place. All right, let me let me switch to make help some of you feel a little bit better here today. See now, Roger won't come in and talk to me. Craig Mickle wants to talk to me. Go ahead, Craig. Well, it really tells you what you're seeing there, um, Coach, in Genesis chapter one, when it says, "Thus God made the firmament, and He divided the waters which were under the firmament from the waters which were above the firmament." Wow, no kidding. And it was so. And God called the firmament heaven. So you put the firmament as, okay, we're in the first heaven. The second heaven, there's a firmament, and that's the spiritual realm. Yes. So that's where the scripture is that you're referring to. So the new death experience that people have is nothing more than being able to somehow get into that other realm. That somehow they got their head out of the water. They got their head out of the water and said, wow. Wow. Well, there's now two that they've had their head, Hang on. Now that they've had their head Amen. Out, when they come back into the water, they're not afraid to get out of the water again. They've been there, right? Man, oh, man. Hey, Johnny, see if you can pull up some old carps when they're around trying to. That's what I saw last night. Keep going. I didn't mean to cut you off, Craig. Were you done? No, well, I'm just saying that what there's water on either side. Both sides of it. That's what I'm trying to say. There was water on your side, and that is the spirit realm. But there is a great chasm. As Abraham's bosom says that you can't traverse. So, so I can go right down here to Papa Boo's. Buckeye Lake's right down over the hill. Papa Boo's, they got good food. I go down there and eat. But I like to sit along the water when I go to Papa Boo's. You know why? Because sitting right here on, on, on the water, literally on the water, the water's right here. I'm here on my desk or my uh, table. My wife's and my kid. And right over here is the water. There's a rail and then there's water right there. I love to sit there. You know why? Because I throw a french fry out there. And there come those old carp, big old mouth, and they they sit there and do that the whole day. And I'm sitting there waiting on me to throw another French fry. And that's a picture of the church. I don't know, Johnny, if you could find a video of the movie doing that. Yeah, like that. They, they do that all the time. They do that all the time. That's a picture of us, isn't it? Brian Cranford, come on in, Brian. Since Roger doesn't want to, go ahead. 
Yeah, brother, I don't have a lot. I just wanted to say, just looking at that aquarium, you know, it's so funny. Every time you uh, take a trip to the to the beach or the ocean, isn't it amazing that you just find yourself just sitting there listening and, and watching and just trying to take it all in? But if you notice in that in that uh, picture, uh, it shows rank and order. And, oh, and pull that back up. That's a good one. Pull that first one up, John. Thanks for trying to dig. Rank and order. There it is, isn't it, Brian? Yeah, look at that. I mean, none of those little ones are ever trying to overpower those big ones. And that's why everything's just flowing so well. <laughs> everything's flowing so well, and everybody knows their place. Those little ones are not picking on those big ones, and you don't see a lot of division in there. And that's why it looks so peaceful. Wow, wow, wow. Amen. Yeah, if they put us in there, we'd be we'd be hitting each other over the head with our with our towels or something, wouldn't we? Oh my goodness, huh? That 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 is the that's the comment of the month, I think, that right there. Because I'm I'm with you. That looks peaceful, doesn't it? Till I get in there. If I jump in there, it ain't peaceful anymore. Why? Because I'm worried about that big old boy swimming around up top there. He's going to come after me. Man, what a picture. Good catch, Brian. Dave or Sherry or both. Yeah, that's a great point, Brian. And what that got me thinking, like coaches pointed out, but what are we doing at the church? We invite the sharks in to eat us. <laughs> you know, so there are certain fish they won't the allow in that tank. We invite the mud puppies in. That's right. That's right. right. So there are certain fish they will not allow in that tank, but the church, we welcome them in. Hey, hey man, go back. Go back. Go back to the other picture. Brian, I got another one. This is good, huh? Oh, yeah. See those big ones? That'd be the church hierarchy right there. As long as you other fish are swimming, staying in your own pet territory, doing okay, they'll get fat and They're okay. They'll be fat and sassy. Mm. Yeah. Oh, yeah, they're good. As soon as you get out of line, you're, you're one swallow away from it. Mary Beth. I just have to make one comment. My granddaughter, my three-year-old granddaughter says, glub, glub. Those goldfish are saying, glub, glub. <laughs> I had my face, my grandkids, we had our face up against the screen. And I, you know what? Did those fish know I was there? I'm telling you, they didn't even know I was there. And they're living their life. They're going on doing whatever. We're encompassed about with so great a cloud of witnesses. Isn't that something? Right now, right now, they're watching the show. They're watching you too. Because you can look at all that and you just focus on one of the fish. Here, I'll show you how you do it, right? You're looking at the screen right now. See this girl standing over here all by herself over there? Everybody look at that fish right above there. Right above her. There's a fish right above her. Clear top there. There's a white one. Right? So there's individual fish in there too, aren't there? But you look at the picture, you don't see the individual fish. You see the fish. You see the environment. There's an individual fish right there too. Yeah, right there. There he is. Yeah. Wonder if he knows the Lord. Wow. Roger, you're making me nervous. You okay out there? Okay, so I'm gonna switch to something else here. Is it okay? Anybody want any other comment on this for I'm, I'm gonna switch gears because it's gonna be good. I'm gonna switch gears, it'll be good too. Right? Yeah, can I say one quick thing, sure, Coach? Buddy, sure. Yes, go. um, they're just like the church. They they may see you, but they're ignoring you, and they don't care what is the truth. Oh my goodness! You stay in your lane, and you, everything will be fine. And by the way, don't you try to be a bigger fish than you are. You just stay in there, and you just go along and do everything that the big boys circling around want you to do. What a picture this is, man! We could go. Why? Why? Because God created everything. He created all the worlds and all the environments. He created the whole thing. Created it all. My goodness, my goodness. <laughs> Judah. It's funny, I had many people in the certain denominational churches that have asked to stand to to stand up for righteousness, and they've all, every one of them, has said, Well, are you gonna deny what Revelation says? <laughs> and I say, Well, so that means you're supposed to roll over and wet on yourself? Well, we're all going to be we're all going to be raptured right into uh, you're uh, not doing anything. It's just very interesting how they are all like sharks wanting this UN uh, agenda. 
it, it, it's amazing. It may, it's amazing. It is how how life. Um, well, Jack, come on, Jack. <clears throat> yeah, the 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 simple, not easy concept could be expanded for hours and hours and hours. There's so much to that simple, simple concept. Many, many things are simple, not easy. The, the following, it's yeah. Yep, is, yep, yep. Amen, amen. All right, I'm gonna switch gears, go into politics here a little bit. Is that all right? So let, let me say it again. I hate religion. I love Christ. I hate religion. I hate it. I hate it. It's like getting a tattoo. Religion is like getting a tattoo. First of all, it starts off just in the palm of your hand where nobody can see it. And then once you get that first one, then, then you're going to get one on the back where nobody will see it on the back. The next thing you know, your face is all tattooed up. That's, that's what religion does to you. Religion, not, not Christ, not relationship. Religion, what it does to you. Mary Beth, your hand's still up. Gives me ADHD. Roger, I got ADHD because your hand's up there. <clears throat> Pull up for me. Break the cycle. Break the cycle. Folks, we're going to have to do some really, really difficult things. We've got some really difficult decisions that are ahead of us. And I don't want to scare you, although I hope I do. The economy's about to go kaboom. For sure it is. And nobody knows what that's going to look like. And you can prepare and do everything you want to. I'm going to tell you something. There's a revolution. There's a, there's a, uh, remember, life goes in cycles, right? The world goes in cycles. We're at the end of a cycle, beginning of a cycle, and nobody knows what this new cycle is going to look like. Nobody knows. And the, the American dollar has been, you know, it's been the thing forever. How long has the American dollar been the, the go-to currency? Well, it isn't going to be anymore because what? They want to get into crypto and all that stuff. But. So uh, break the cycle. I found this, this from John Whited, who, uh, the Rutherford Institute. He's really pretty sharp. I'm not going to read all of it to you. But uh, <clears throat> it's interesting. He talks about cycles. Folks, it's time to break the cycle of abuses. Wow. That have been heaped upon us by the government for way too long. Can I say church government too? Am I allowed to say that? Where the spirit of the Lord is, there's what? Is there bondage? Rules and regulations? No, there's liberty. So here's what John, I'm I'm not going to read all of them to you. Here's what happened to us in 2023. This is just kind of a review. Again, sorry, I don't always look here. I'm reading up here, okay? Don't you think goats won't look me in the eye? Number one, the government failed to protect our lives, liberty, and happiness. Have you guys noticed the increase in the police state, government involvement in your life, and every aspect and area of your life? The government failed to protect us. Next one, number two. Scroll on down, Johnny. The cost of endless wars is making our nation broke. Why are we giving any money at all to Ukraine? Anybody have any idea why we're giving any money? Number three, the courts failed to uphold justice. This is just in this last year, friends. Amen. Number four, the surveillance state rendered Americans vulnerable to threats from government spies, police, hackers, power failures. I was hearing something from somebody said, hey, coach, you better get ready. I just saw on December 29th, coach, they're shutting down the cell phones. Anybody heard that? Anybody heard that? Coach, they're pulling the plug on the internet. Would it surprise any of you if that happened? And if it did, what would you do? Your life's over, isn't it? Wow. What if they do shoot off an EMP and your car doesn't start? None of your cars start. None of the electrical stuff starts. Number six, or whatever number it's on. Mass shootings claim more lives. We continue to have more shootings. It continues to go on. By the way, the greatest mass murder in the world today is the American government. Anybody want to argue? Anybody want to argue? Amen. Nope. The rich got richer and the poor went to jail. Vinny, I need a boom there. Boom. 
Show your papers, incidents have skyrocketed. We're not supposed to be living in a show your papers society. What happened to us? Free speech was dealt one knockout punch after another. Starting with January 6th, right? That goes goes back. Wow. Police became even more militarized and weaponized. Remember, where the Spirit of the Lord is, there is freedom. Is the Spirit of the Lord in the American government? Well, this would be some pretty good evidence, wouldn't it? Schools were turned into prisons. So-called safety policies, which ran the gamut from zero-tolerance policy that punished all infractions harshly to surveillance cameras, metal detectors, random searches, drug-sniffing dogs, school-wide lockdowns, active shooter drills, militarized police officers turned schools into prisons and young people into prison. Man. Government waged a renewed war on private property. The plight of the nation's homeless got worse. We sent all of our money over to the Ukraine and over to protect Israel. Sorry, sorry, didn't mean to say that. I'm America first. The government waged war on military veterans. Is that right, Betty? Huh? Made them take the jab, couldn't get this done, couldn't do that. No, no, you got to do this, got to do that. Huh? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, they did. Yep. The deep state took over. The American system of representative government was overthrown by the deep state. Known as the police state, military-industrial complex, profit-driven, militaristic, corporate state bent on total control and global domination through the imposition of martial law. Can I throw in there medical, medical? Huh? Medical? Could I throw that in there? Why? Because they serve the devil. They serve the devil. Boom. When in doubt, follow the money. It always points the way. Man, oh man, oh man, oh man. That's it, isn't it? All that, just in the last year. All of it, just in the last year. I was at the zoo last night. People wearing freaking masks. Wearing masks! The zoo. <laughs> I don't know if you know this or not. I hate the it. The zoo's outside. Right? <laughs> the zoo's outside. They wear masks at the zoo. <laughs> There's nothing normal about egregious surveillance, roadside strip searches, police shootings of unarmed citizens, censorship, retaliatory arrests, the criminalization of lawful activities warmongering, indefinite detentions, SWAT team raids, asset forfeiture, police brutality, profit-driven prisons, or pay-to-play politicians. Let's make no mistakes. Carnage, toxicity, toxicity, and abuse of this past year into 2014. So as we long to continue to allow callousness, cruelty, meanness, immorality, ignorance, hatred, intolerance, racism, militarism, materialism, meanness, and injustice, magnified by an echo chamber of nasty tweets and government-sanctioned brutality to trump justice, fairness, and equality. There can be no hope of prevailing against the police state. So I saw a research thing yesterday. 93%, right? 93% of every news person you see on TV, 93% are Democrats. But they're not Democrats, they're communists. How do you think somebody who doesn't do anything except look in the camera, look at the roller and say, uh, there's nothing normal about egregious surveillance roadside scripts. They read a script. How do you get that job? How do you get that job? You mean you get that job because you're better at reading the script? Is that how you do it? Or are these people hand-picked to be in those positions? How does Miley Cyrus become? How does, what's her name? What's her name? Taylor Swift. 
So she starts dating an NFL player, and now the NFL is color covering Taylor Swift. Pardon me, but I believe she's a witch, isn't she, Stephanie? Huh? I believe so. Amen. How do we? How does this happen? How does this happen to us? Well, it happens because again, lies, deception, fear. The enemy doesn't want anything good going forth, so he infiltrates, invades, takes control, lies, takes control. And they told the church, you guys lock down and you keep your mouth shut during COVID. We're in charge here, church. And the church says, yes, boss. Shaking the bush over here, boss. Shaking the bush over here, boss. Right? We're supposed to be the purveyors of truth. We're supposed to be the promoter. We're supposed to be that that what's that that thin blue line? That's the church, baby. Roger Weaver's making me nervous because his hand's still up. I know he's in there because he just pushed it. Say, well, why is he making nervous? There, huh? What, Johnny? All right, he just put you. Come on in, Roger, if you wanted to. I'm just trying to be trying to be a good guy here. Let me go one more thing here. Do I want to do this? I want to do. Oh, I got to do this. Pull number four for me, John. I only got nine minutes left. I was, I'm 71 years old. I'm 71. I've been in church on and off my whole life. My whole life. And I don't know when I've ever heard in any church I was ever in anyone mention the Nephilim. And not only that, the scientific evidence of the Nephilim. People say, the Nephilim? Yeah, the the giants. Fallen fallen angels, the giants, the Nephilim. You never heard about that in your church? You just learned six steps to being better? Did you learn that? So I just, I came across this, this, this kind of, just scroll down, Johnny. Folks, these are actual things that they found. That's a coffin. Keep going. Just scroll down. These are things. You don't have to watch the video. I'll put it in the chat. You can check the video out. Keep going, John. Keep going. It's going to show you some others. What the heck is this making all this money? Keep going. There's pictures, I thought. Is there not? No, I'm, I'm, I'm screwed up. Go back to the top, Johnny. I'm sorry. Play the video. Play it. That one, yeah. Folks, did you guys know this? Oh, hang on. Put it at 1.5 speed. These are... Gravings of giants all throughout history on buildings. Go ahead, just play it real quick. Anunnaki gods, Anunnaki, we're giants. Notice the giant and then the little people. The little people he's sitting on. These people sick, what? Well, look at that giant. I know it's a giant because it's little one standing beside it. This is a panel in Iran, 522 BC. Represents giant King Darius crushing an enemy king. There's the look, there's the big giant, and then the little people. There's a Naransin Stella, two, two, there it is, another one. Well, there's a great big old giant again. Huh. Put this in the chat, John. It's fascinating. And one of the things that I'm not afraid to do is to tell you, I don't know. But I'm also not afraid to say, have you seen this? What the heck is this? Uh, I'll go ask my pastor, see what he says. And you know what your pastor will say? Have you been watching that coach again? Because why? Put the picture of the shark back up there, Johnny. Put the aquarium back up there. Yeah, yeah, Pat, he don't want to talk about those things. (laughs) 
He wants everything cool and calm, and he's just going to swim above everybody, make sure everything. I started out by saying this, right? I hate religion. I hate it. It's man-made. It's control. All of it is control. All of it. Religion. Religion. Come on in, Clay. Great job again yesterday, Clay. All right. Good job. See you tonight. Thanks. Thank you, Coach. Uh, there's a great book called The Ancient Giants Who Ruled America, The Missing Skeletons and the Great Smithsonian. I got it over here, man. I got, I got it over here. Yeah. And, you know, in that book, it talks about the Smithsonian Institute sending people out through America and going through these old ancient mounds and taking relics and then taking them off and hiding them. And uh, there's even reports of people seeing Smithsonian ships going out into the ocean and dumping them off into the ocean. So if that's true, there's been a cover-up going on for a long time to cover up the ancient history of America. And so uh, I put that link in the chat to that book, if anybody's interested. Uh, how about this one? Hey, Johnny, see how quick you are there, bud. Click up, put it, say, Abe Lincoln and Giants. Abe Lincoln and Giants. Because most of you don't know this. Abe Lincoln and Giants. I, look, I love I love opening up doors like this. I just love doing it. Because I got I got the quote right here. What did Abe Lincoln say about Giants? What did he say about it? Scroll down. Come on, come on down there. It was a quote when he spoke. Am I running out of time? Now, so I don't want pictures of it, Johnny. Say quotes. He was at Niagara Falls where Niagara he gave Falls. speech. There it is, right there. There it is. Abraham Lincoln said, the eyes of that species of extinct giant whose bones fill the mountains of America have gazed on Niagara as our eyes do now. What? The eyes of that species of extinct giant whose bones fill the mounds of America have gazed on Niagara as our eyes do now. L.R. Marzulli and those guys, they talk about the Nephilim. We don't even, must be walking to most churches and most people never even heard of. What are you talking about? What are you talking about? Talking about Willis. So I love this show here. We're not afraid to talk about anything. Randy, come on in. Yeah, Coach. A person, Chris, any Christian, anybody can read Deuteronomy chapter three, and just one account of one to those giants, the Og, the king of Bashan. He was, he was, he was like you know a god on the earth, you know, basically. So, and, and oh. he was an Amorite. These were Amorites. So I'm just. What people need to understand is you have to connect this coach to put all this whole narrative together. Right. If you leave it out, hasn't been telling you the truth. Somebody's they, been lying to you. Well, they have intentionally, coach. They covered it up with what Clay said. Even the, the Smithsonian was an intentional creation to cover it up uh, with our government. But, but, coach, why do they not want us to connect it? It's because when we can, when we see them and see that who they are with the enemy. How, how they're Luciferian, and that's that is what uh, th this this government, this Luciferian movement on the earth, has to keep us ignorant of because that is who's feeding them. That is the whole thing, and and it, and if you don't connect this narrative, you never really pinpoint who the enemy is. Randy, here's the big issue, folks. We're about out of time here. Here's the big issue. You looking at me? If there were giants roaming the earth. What does that say about evolution? And don't ever forget, evolution is the foundation of their anti-God assault. Boom. Boom, coach. They cannot, they cannot allow this to be real. They cannot allow it to be real. Gino. Amen. Go ahead, Gene. You just said what I was going to say. They covered up evolution. If they would have taught about the giants and the and the fallen angels, evolution would not have come to be known. Oh, it's, it's amazing, isn't it? Right, right. So we're not supposed to be ignorant of his devices, but we are ignorant of our devices. And whether we know it or not, we look around. Can I tell you the truth? Deception. Deception. 
I I swear that the testimony I'm about to give shall be the truth, the whole truth, and nothing but the truth. So help me God. We need to get our pastors to do that, don't we? Testimony I'm about to give should be my opinion and only my opinion. So help me God. Because if you don't believe it, you don't teach it. And if you've never been introduced to it, you don't even know it exists. It's a conspiracy theory. I love this show. See you tomorrow.